Hi, welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. (laughs) Never gets old. And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me. Together we explore the experiences of everyday people just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from the man that works at the cleaners. You know the one. He secretly pulls out women's panties and comes on them before he washes them. I could be reading from your local realtor. He secretly has orgies in the houses before he shows them. I could be reading from a woman that likes to go to the dentist She likes to give blowjobs while she's all numbed up. You just never, ever know. And if you have an erotic confessions, fantasies, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously at DearNikki.com under the confessions tab. Just remember by submitting a confession or anything else, you certify the following are true. You're the sole creator of the submission. You're 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic, or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage roleplay, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. We reserve the right to change names or other identifiable information, and you're releasing all rights to your creation. Do you ever, when you're with your partner, occasionally, Do the relationship checkup question. Like, I always like to touch base and say, are we okay? Are we doing okay? Is there something we can improve? Or anything else? I also actually do a sexual checkup. Like, same kind of thing. Do you need it more? Do you need it less? Am I too frisky? (laughs) Am I too needy when it comes to sex? Which I know I have an extreme high sex drive and sometimes I probably can be a little much. You know, I know that's hard to believe and some men would, you know, even women go, oh God, no, no, you can never have to. Yes, you can. I even can be oversexed and know I'm oversexed and, and know I need to tap out or cool it down a bit. But I know even when I'm still keened up, he may be tapping out and he may not need it. But what turns me on is the thought of me using my toys and him still touching me and him still being with me as still connecting in that way of there's just nothing like getting off for him in front of him. I can get off by myself and yeah, that scratches an itch or you know, calms my nerves. And, you know, I work from home. So it's very easy on lunch just to go knock one out, right? But yes, it does take the edge off. And yes, it makes it good. But I will honestly say there's nothing in this world like laying next to him and getting off for him, or vice versa, even him getting off for me. I'm for whatever reason, maybe I can't, or maybe I'm not feeling well. I still appreciate watching him pleasure himself thinking of me or even just me sucking him off or stroking him off. There's still nothing like that because we can't be a hundred percent on our game all the time. So there's times that 
our sex lives just don't mesh up, right? Even in the best heart, you know, solid relationships. So in those instances, what do we do to give our partner that room and still feel connected sexually and kinkily or still sex explore? That's what I'm interested in. How do you do it? I really want to know. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax. Let's have a whiskey with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore some erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, I'm a recently divorced 40-year-old Latina with an average curvy body, I would say small BBW. I went on a few dates and it was fun and all, but they all wanted to commit and I wasn't for that. I've been married for 10 years and I was finally free. I did find myself horny all the time. I just wanted to be fucking. I'll be at work thinking about dick and none in particular, just dick. One Saturday evening, I found myself extremely horny. I had my apartment all to myself. I decided to bring out the toys and I did. I came so hard after 45 minutes and right after that, I fell asleep. I woke up a couple hours later, found myself horny again, and needed the real thing. I didn't have any booty calls lined up. I know I had to work on that ASAP. I decided to get up, shower, and try to distract myself. The perfect way to do so is buying plants or flowers for my place. So I got dressed, nothing special, normal black leggings and white top and sneakers, and drove off to the big bargain chain hardware store. You'd recognize the name. I usually know what plants I want for my house, so I picked what I liked and went to the self-checkout. As I was walking out of the store, I had a guy approach me, Hispanic, one of those looking for work. I declined friendly as possible and told him I didn't need anything done. He asked if I was sure and said that he can take care of anything around the house. Damn it, my naughtiness and my horniness popped in my head. Is he really talking about anything? I asked myself. So I asked him, are you sure you can take care of anything? He smiled and said, yes, anything, as he looked me up and down. Now, usually I don't do this, but I needed it so bad. I told him to get in my car and he did. I turned my car on and turned on the AC. He asked me how he could be of service. I didn't say anything at all. All I did was stare at his crotch. He smiled and said, I didn't think you got the hint, but I'm glad you did. He told me to drive to the back of the parking lot of the store and told me exactly where to park, which I thought was kind of odd, but nothing else crossing my mind other than sex. By the time I parked, he was unzipped and hard. I put my mouth to his gorgeous cock. Now, it wasn't big or small. I would say about six inches, and I began to blow him. My pussy was instantly wet. I told him we should go back to the back seat. There's more room back there. He agreed and jumped back. And I did too. I slipped off my leggings and he was playing with my pussy as I sucked his dick. We were both ready to go. So I asked him how he wanted me. He said he prefers doggy style, but I can ride him. And so I did. I got on top and he instantly slipped it in my wet pussy. I went crazy on his dick. It felt really good. I don't know if it was because he was a total stranger or what, but it felt amazing. 
Unfortunately, he only lasted about eight minutes before coming deep in me. He said he loved my pussy. It felt nice and hot, and he could tell that I was hungry for cock. I cleaned up and put my leggings back on. I gave him a hug and thanked him for his service and told him to leave. He asked for my number, and I declined, and he was in shock. He asked why. I simply told him that it was a one-time thing. He managed to leave his business card, then he left. I got home a happy camper, got my plants, and I got dick. When I woke up the next morning, I wanted to do it again, but not with him. This time around, I had a dress for the better for the occasion. I put on a summer dress, wedges, and nothing else. I went to a different hardware store from the same chain. I walked in and spent about 15 minutes browsing. I did notice that there were a lot of men looking at barbecue grills. I walked out without buying anything, walked to my car very slowly as I pretended to be my phone. Yeah, I parked far away for the same reason. I don't know if these dudes are just horny all the time, but wow, I had two of them approach me with the same line. You need any help around the house? We can be very helpful, one of them said. I explored my options and then said, I only need one of you for now. They smiled and asked me to pick. So I did. Me, as a small BBW, I picked the skinniest one. We walked to my car and I asked him what kind of services he provides. He said from plumbing to gardening and that he had a flat rate. I think I picked the wrong one, I thought to myself. So I paused without saying anything and I dared to ask, are you good at servicing girls? He laughed and said, I haven't had any complaints and there's no rate for that. It's our pleasure. I grabbed his hand and slipped it under my dress, had him rub my pussy. His fingers felt so good. They were really thick, but the way he was moving, he definitely knew what he was doing. He asked if we can kiss. He said he loves passion and kissing. I licked my lips and said nothing. He approached me and shoved his tongue down my throat as he was still fingering. Wow, that was amazing. As he kept trying to eat my face, he pulled his fingers out and went for my big tits and began pinching my nipples. And just like that, I came. But I wanted to feel it, to feel him. He too told me where to park without me saying anything. He jumped in the back seat and I followed. He laid me down and he shoved my face between my legs and he was rough with my pussy. I don't think I've ever had someone eat me out so good. Not even my ex-husband. I came on his face and he loved it. He then pulled down his pants to fuck me. I'm so glad he lasted more than eight minutes. To be honest, I lost count. He had me coming and moaning and scratching his back. He then popped the question, where do you want me to come? Are you fertile? Are you on birth control? I told him I wasn't on birth control and I'm very fertile. And just like that, he came in my pussy. His dick would not stop throbbing, shooting his load deep in my tummy. As he finally finished coming, he whispered, fuck baby girl, I hope you get pregnant. I want to keep fucking you. I laughed and told him I wish he got me pregnant too. Of course I was lying. I couldn't have any more babies, but he didn't have to know that. That was part of the fun. He asked for my number. This time I actually thought about it. I just told him to give him his to make things easier. He got dressed and left. Fuck, this girl and this pussy was so satisfied. 
I couldn't wait to fuck for another stranger. Thanks, Erica. Well, hello, Erica. Or should I say, uh, very sexplorative hardware store girl. (laughs) Oh my gosh. If I have, not the way you did it though. And I don't know what came over me. I was much, much, much younger. And I was in the store with the blue banner. Everybody goes to, you know, those super center places. Um, not hardware store. I never got lucky there and I never saw anything that I would want to, well, take that back. Yes. But then the wife popped around the corner. So that didn't happen, but lots of learning till she got there. Anywho's it, what's it? So the guy at that place worked there and he actually worked in the homeware department. And I don't know what made me, I saw him one day and then I kept going back and God, he was sexy. I don't know. There was just something about him. And the more I found out about him, the more I was into him. You know, there was just something that ticked my thing. But like you, I wasn't looking for anything. I just kind of gotten out of something. So I wasn't looking for anything. I was looking for an itch to scratch, as we should say, right? And he did the trick. Very much did the trick. I mean, he was okay. He was like, I mean, I kind of forgot about him until I read your story, to be honest. So he wasn't one of those, you know, you call up your best friend and like, oh my God, he was so good. No, he was, um, yeah, I would probably keep him as a backup. And I actually did keep him as a backup. I think he kept me as a backup, but there was nothing going on. So we weren't even, I wouldn't even say friends with benefits because it didn't even last that long to be friends with benefits. We were just scratching an itch to, for an itch to scratch so to speak. You know, I, I don't even have it. I don't even remember his name. Let's put it that way. So there we go. Ladies and gentlemen, have you ever picked somebody up at the store, any store, just store, put it here, right? Have you ever had a, a parking lot hookup from the store? And mine didn't, wasn't even the parking lot. I think mine in the parking lot? No, we didn't. I know we didn't do it in the parking lot. Um, hand job in the park. Yes. And, uh, sex in the apartment. Yes. But at a grocery store or a parking lot? No, never. But what's the thing about that? What's the thing about having a hookup? You know, is it just for the scratch to itch? There's nothing wrong with reaching out to your other self and scratching that itch in between. I mean, it's about sex exploring. We find, I think in the in-between, we find out a lot about ourselves. We do a lot of internalization. We do a lot of self-centering. We do a lot of self-exploring. And I'm not just talking sexually here. I'm talking about just the things that go through our head. We find out where we are in our life. Then, like in Erica's case, 10 years ago, she's in a different mindset. But sexually, needing just that itch to scratch, needing to finding what 10 years ago ourselves was than what we were. I guess I hope that's making sense in my sober self today. No, we're not. We're completely different. 
we like sex differently. We're not fucking like we were at 19. Maybe we should have had the energy to do fuck like we do at 19, but we definitely aren't fucking like we were 19. We're more seasoned in our sex. We're more explorative. We're more open. We know that maybe we didn't really care for that. And maybe we're not just banging on a tree stump just to bang a tree stump because we're horny. Splinters, people, splinters. Anywho, so have you. Would you pick up somebody at the grocery store if they said, I can take care of anything around the house? And then put me in a French maid outfit, spank me, and call me a tassie when we're done. And paid for, of course. So <laughs> I don't know where the French maid outfit came from. But Erica, I'm proud of you for finding your new self for sex, exploring your boundaries after a long term. It's very hard after you get out of a long term, you really find a lot about yourself and you find about yourself sexually and what you want and what you need and what you desire. So Erica, until you're ready to give them your number and explore emotionally, you keep exploring sexually. You have my 100% backing on that. Dear Nikki, When I started college, I had a sweet roommate, Beth. We were both in liberal arts college in our university, and by virtue of this, we ended up with a lot of free time. Back then, I still smoked a lot of weed, and we both passed the time in a fair amount of this time by sitting around smoking together. Beth had a ridiculous bong shape like mushroom. Anyway, I digress. One of her friends at the time, Lana, stopped by pretty often to smoke with us. I'd always suspect that I might be bisexual, but I never had a chance to test it out until college. Lana was the first girl I ever developed a real crush on. She was striking, equal parts sexy and intimidating. I felt butterflies when I talked to her. She was taller, with olive skin, and sweet maple brown hair. She had lots of piercings, including her nipples, as I would find out later. Her pupils floated on a frozen blue sea of her eyes, and I was smitten immediately. I've never met another person to this day with eyes like that. Lana was mostly Beth's friend, so at first we only saw each other when Beth was around. I wasn't sure if she was interested in girls, and besides, I'd never really tried flirting with a girl before. It sounds ridiculous, but I wasn't exactly sure how to go about it. Maybe a few months into our first semester of college, it was me, Lana, and Beth all sitting in a dorm smoking. Obviously, you're not allowed to smoke weed in a dorm. We always use that ridiculous towel under the door technique that never works. Anyway, on this day in particular, we were smoking a lot. I was seriously smacked when Beth decided we needed liquor too just to make it a memorable night. Memorable for what exactly? I'm not sure. I guess that's just the nature of early college. Beth declared that she'd walk to the liquor store with her fake ID and pick up a bottle of rosé. Again, very college freshman behavior. So Beth left, and for the first time, it was just me and Lana. We got to talking about this or that when suddenly she broke the banter. Dara, I just have to ask you, are you interested in girls at all? I paused for a moment, unsure how to reply. Yeah, I guess I am. 
I'm not a virgin or anything, I laughed. But I've never been with a girl, if that's what you're asking. I was staring into those chilling blue eyes of hers and she was staring back. A good sign. Would you ever want to be with a girl? Like that? She posed back to me, sliding closer to me on the bed. I felt her electrifying presence wash over me. And before I could say anything, we were kissing. Her lips were full and goddamn she was a good kisser. One of the best I've ever experienced. It started off gentle and light. Just each of us softly embracing each other. How long do you think that booze run is going to take? She broke away and asked me. Long enough, I told her and pulled her back to melt into me. Fuck, I was groping her breast lightly over her shirt and she was doing the same to me. I confirmed then that I was absolutely into women. Lana started massaging my ass gently as our kissing got more intense. She pushed me down on the bed and was on top of me, starting to slowly grind herself into me. I tried to angle my pussy up to meet her as I was in heaven, even through the clothes. Our tongues were swirling together now, and I was pulling her hair, forcing her closer to me. She started taking off my shirt, and I felt myself getting wet. We stopped for a moment and just looked at each other, like we were searching in each other's eyes for some affirmation. Whatever it was, we found it, because she ripped off my shirt and started sucking on my tits. God. Then she was kissing her way down my stomach, and I was bucking my hips towards hers. She pulled down my skirt and panties and was tracing around my pussy with her fingers. I couldn't wait for her to enter me. Please, Lana, please, I moaned to her, and she just smiled, planting a gentle kiss on my entrance. Oh, fuck, I whimpered as she started fucking me with her tongue. Every few seconds, she'd alternate to gently licking my clit and force a finger gently into me. Before long, she was knuckle or too deep. You're tight, Dora, she whispered to me. So tight. Can I fuck you? Please, I breathed to her. So she pushed a finger all the way into me, and I sighed, pushing my hips to her. She began with that single finger, then two, building a nice pace. God, this girl knew what she was doing. She'd go back in, working her tongue, then came back up to kiss me, all the while making nice work on my dripping pussy with her fingers. I was completely incapacitated, a heaping mess of moans and little cries. She had me entirely under her control and I barely cared. Lana took her fingers out of my pussy and forced them into my mouth to muffle my cries of pleasure. Suck on them, she demanded. I complied, sucking my juices like a fucking slut as she started fucking me again with her other hand. Oh my God, Lana, I'm close. I've been trying to work on her pussy too, but she kept moving my hands back to her tits and under her shirt. They were easily both handfuls, and I wanted to see them so badly. Please, can I look? I moaned to her, hands wandering under her shirt. If you come like a good girl, I'll let you, she whispered in my ear. I was bucking my hips on her fingers now, building up closer and closer to an orgasm. Good. Good, she kept whispering. That's it, Dara. 
Good girl. And that's all it took to send me over the edge into a goddamn mess. I was coming all over her hand as I held my own tits tight with my palms, gassing in them firmly and riding out the orgasm. Jesus, I said to her, spent. I want to make you come, too. Please? I begged her, frustrated. I felt genuinely bad I hadn't made her feel so good, too. Dara, don't worry, she laughed. That was so hot for me. We don't have time. Beth will be back soon, I'm sure. Why don't we just agree to make it a more regular thing? She amused, starting to pack the bong I laid as a mess on my own dorm bed. And Beth was back soon, so nothing more happened that night. I eventually told her what happened that night, and she thought it was a pretty hot. Lana and I did have a lot more fun that semester, and even sort of dated. I'll write about more of those experiences eventually. Dara. Well, hello, Dara. Seems like you definitely embrace the whole freshman thing, (laughs) right? How we doing? I'm trying to think what I did my freshman year. Not much, really. Um, didn't explore. Well, no, I take the back. The, the man that I met in that place with the blue sign that we all go to, that super place, I met him my freshman, my freshman year, my sophomore year, something, I think it was more my sophomore year, but I did embrace my, not really my freshman year, but um, I was still at home my freshman year and I actually did most of it uh, my junior high school and senior year. So there we go. There's that. So my freshman year wasn't uh, freshman year wasn't as exciting as Dara's. But when I did get to college and I did explore, um, I still didn't spread my wings. I, I just, I've never been that party, let my hair down. I'm still very much a private person when I do go explore. When I do push my own boundaries, it's a way, but I do push them. So I can honestly say that I've never in a dorm, my, I can say the closest thing I was thinking of that experience like this was at a party, um, last February when I never knew that this woman would be interested in me. And there was just something about her or always has been something about her. And she just has the it. And I'm right there with Dara. I don't know how to flirt, even though everybody calls me a lie on that. I still don't. I think it's one of those natural things that just flows from me. But it was, it was just something there. And if I wasn't taken, would have I explored it? Yeah, you're damn right. I would have a night with her. There's two women that I have a thing for that if I wasn't in connected or committed, um, and it wasn't something we would explore together, then yeah, I definitely would explore with them. And I think they know who they are. And you know, but I see them about once, twice a year. Mm. And they're very sexy women, but definitely have a thing for them would definitely explore them. But um, that's not on my table. And I'm okay with that. There's something sexually driven about just being excited by them and being around them and then bringing it back to him or even 
having the thoughts of progressing with it with him. Now, would I want to watch them in action with another man or woman? You're damn right. And then him and I could go back and find our own rhythm. What about you? If you were a freshman or when you were a freshman, what kind of shenanigans sexually did you get up in? And Rose, I've never had it. It's something that never was on my radar ever. It still isn't. I don't know why. And I've heard it tastes like liquored Pepto-Bismol, which probably would have made Pepto-Bismol so much better. And speaking of Pepto-Bismol, so everybody keeps asking me if I've seen the Barbie movie. And I'm going to say this now. No, I have not. Because you know why? Every time I see a picture of it, I think of that line from Steel Magnolias. And it says, it looks like the the chapel's been hosed down with Pepto-Bismol. Every time I see something referencing that movie, that's exactly what I think of as that line. And it just, I can't do it because it does. It reminds me of the shades of Pepto-Bismol when you don't shake it up. So there you go. <laughs> Any thoughts about that? I'd really like to know. I think this is a really good place to stop for the day, especially since I'm on a Pepto-Bismol now. I want to thank you again for joining me. I don't have anything to say um, besides hello. <laughs> no, I do have a couple things coming up, um, but I'm not ready early to announce them yet. So stay tuned for that um, probably next week or if you're a subscriber on Friday, but my scripts, subscribers get it first. And in closing, hello, lover. I'm ready to go watch a couple and then go back to our own place and have a great shagging of our own. What do you think? How about I crawl to you and let my tits sway? I bet you I could talk you into it then. I really want to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a fucking fabulous week. <laughs>